Welcome to the Wild Expansion Podcast. Each individual has an inner lion that is brave, fearless and heart-centered. Wild Expansion is about learning how to connect to your inner lion and be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Learn tips and strategies to help you wildly expand your potential and create the abundant life that you deserve. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to the Wild Expansion podcast. This is a solo one where we are going to be sharing tips on how to reprogram your subconscious to create healthier, happier habits. Our minds are continuously influenced by our outside environment. By checking our emails, checking our social media feeds, by spending time with people every day, by spending time in different rooms. For instance, if our bedroom is messy or tidy, that affects our mood. And if we remain in the same environment for a long period of time, our mind starts to form a particular belief system based on these outside stimulants. In Japan, the impact of our external environment is widely known and feng shi is a popular Japanese culture tradition where people design their houses and homes to create more tranquility and peace. So the Japanese people are very aware of the power of our environment and why it is so important to carefully choose what we let in to our environment. So I don't even mean letting into the front door of your house. It's important to only let nice things into your home but also your company. So you become one of the five people you surround yourself with and what sort of people are you surrounding yourself with? How do they make you feel? And this isn't just real life people, it's also like social media. We all spend a lot of time in social media. So whoever you spend most of your time following, they're going to have a big impact on your life and your perspective of life. So just be really aware of what you're letting into your environment. The same goes with music choices. What sort of music are you listening to? And also your thoughts. So are you thinking kind, pleasant, positive thoughts? Or are you letting that monkey living in your head make it a nasty place to live? Your environment shapes the person you become. Our minds are also smart and efficient. They want to take as many shortcuts as they can to optimise the way we live without too much effort. And the easiest thing for the mind to do is operate on past experiences and belief systems that we borrow from our immediate environment. So think of driving a car. For the very first few lessons, it's a lot of work. You have to think about putting down the clutch, changing the gears, putting up the handbrake at each stop, checking that your lights are turned on and off. Whenever you have been driving for a few years, it gets easier and easier and it requires your brain not to think anymore. 
and it's like playing an, an instrument as well so our brain just takes shortcuts but the issue with that is is that if we're thinking negatively about ourselves and about life it's a habit it's ingrained in us and it's really really hard to change that so our beliefs are based on repetitive thinking in a particular way in fact the actual definition of a belief is the repetition of the same thoughts over and over a long period of time. Our minds are programmed by certain thoughts, which we assign more weight as important ones and allow them to run in our heads for a longer duration. Therefore, it is so, so important to focus on gratitude and positive thoughts. So thoughts of abundance, thoughts of things that we have, and not scarcity. So if you wake up and think I am so friggin lucky that I have a roof over my head and I had a bed to lie on last night. Wow. Them thoughts will automatically make you feel good and be in a good headspace. It is up to us to choose which thoughts we allow to run in our heads. We have the power to choose them. If a negative thought flows into your head, you have the power to not react. Just observe and let the thought just float right through you, as if your mind is a stream and each negative thought is like a leaf floating down the stream. Just let all of them pass. So this all does sound simple, but it is difficult to implement as it requires consistent action. The more weight you start giving to your positive thoughts, the more you will be able to positively rewire your brain and reprogram your mindset. The key to start rewiring your subconscious is to start taking responsibility. This is a quote by Jim Rohn. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons or the wind, but you can change yourself. So what does that mean? It means that it is up to us. It is our duty. We owe it to ourselves to account for how we have been thinking and what emotions we have allowed ourselves to feel and choose to change it if we aren't happy with them. Often I get in a bad mood or a slump if I take for granted what I already have and then I just remind myself that I am so lucky that I have people to talk to in my life, money coming in to feed me and it automatically just lifts my vibration. So there are a few steps that you can take now to change your subconscious. First of all is to decide. You need to gain absolute clarity on what it is you want. What is your desired outcome? What do you want out of your life? Clarity is power. The more thought you put into this, the more detail you lay out, 
the stronger and the more powerful your vision will become. This creates a subconscious map in your mind, giving the giving your brain the tools necessary to turn that vision into a reality. So for instance, let's say that you go into work most days and you feel really overwhelmed and stressed out. Get clear on how you want to feel whenever you go into work. So visualize in your head what you could do differently to not feel anxious or stressed so perhaps it will be that you're going to take a deep breath whenever you get into work maybe it's just prioritizing your work maybe it's not looking at your phone for a few hours just get clear on what you can do and what way you want to feel even if you always argue with a loved one consider in your head through a visualization how in future you could prevent any argument escalating. So think of a different way that you could react to the person that is triggering you. So it's time to decide what you want right now and in the future and focus on it. Give your brain direction. What do you want physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually? in your business and in your personal life. Make the decision that you are not willing to settle and that you are not willing to live the way you are living right now. Set your sights on what you want and set your standards high for yourself. So once you are clear, the next step is to commit. Committing means freeing yourself from fear and self-doubt. How do you do that? By committing to it and letting it motivate you. Fear is one of the biggest traps that stops people from taking action in their goals. We all have fears of rejection, failure, success, pain and the unknown. If you do nothing, that fear will remain exactly where it is, blocking your path. You will not move. You might not do any worse, but you won't do any better. And that fear will always be at the back of your mind, pushing you away from your goals. The lack of action gives the negativity time to poison your thoughts. It's a good thing I didn't try. I never would have made it. This fear-based negativity, when allowed to spread, will seep into will seep into everything you think about yourself as well as everything you do. The only way to deal with fear is to face it early on. You must be aware that it's there, but take action anyway. We should not be afraid of failure as it is an educational tool. If you do something and you fail, you will know what you did wrong and why it doesn't work. And you'll be able to take more educated, 
informed approach the next time you try. You're better off than when you were before. Most successful people, what separates them from normal people is that they embraced failure and they were not afraid to fail. So I am just going to share some stories of some successful people who did fail. Okay, let's start with James Dyson who has found the Dyson vacuum cleaner. He created 5,126 prototypes that failed before he found his proper vacuum cleaner that works and is on the market today. Thomas Edison was told by his teachers that he was too stupid to learn anything. Edison went on to hold more than a thousand patents, including the phonograph and the electric lamp. Walt Disney, the founder of Walt Disney, was told by his newspaper editor that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. Walt Disney went on to create the icon of the Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Albert Einstein didn't start speaking until he was four years old and reading until he was seven and society, the local community, thought that he was mentally handicapped. He went on to win a Nobel Prize and altered the world's approach to physics. J.K. Rowling was broke, depressed and divorced and a single mother while writing the novel Harry Potter. Now she is one of the richest women in the world. Oprah Winfrey. She's a billionaire with her own TV channel. But in her first job as a TV anchor, she got fired. Vincent van Gogh. A Vincent van Gogh painting can cost up to $100 million these days. He sold just one painting in his life. Isn't that mad? <laughs> Elvis Presley. So after he did his first performance, he was promptly fired. What the freak? <laughs> so there are so many famous people that have been rejected, often at the very start or, or near the start of their careers, but it did not stop them. They did not just throw the towel in and give up. They got up and tried again. So reprogramming the mind means breaking through negative chatter like I can't. And at the start, it's really difficult and hard because change doesn't feel good. It feels weird, but just keep on going through the discomfort and it will become effortless. It's like starting to run, you know, whenever you go on your first run or jog, it's very hard, you get cramps and you don't even enjoy it. But the more you do it, the more you fall in love with it. So commit to yourself, commit to overcoming the negativity, commit to a better life. When you commit fully, cutting off any other possibility, you will push yourself to the next level and demand more of yourself than anyone else ever could expect. And that is true power. 
Once you have decided on your path and committed fully, take inventory of your situation. What are your current actions getting you? Direct your mind towards assessing what is wrong and what isn't. Make the shifts. Resolve is about finding solutions to whatever may come your way. A critical part of finding resolution is to be flexible. Tunnel vision forces limits on you and you will miss out in opportunities and alternative routes that could lead to incredible benefits. Remember that you are never 100% in control. That is just unreal, isn't it? Like we're never 100% in control. So for a lot of control freaks out there, you're never going to be happy unless you just let that sink in. You are never fully in control. Just surrender to that. Think about it. Has your life gone according to plan? Probably not. The path you take is never a straight line. And that is why it is vital to remain flexible along the way. Learning from mistakes, embracing failure and using negativity as a driving force for change. So... My own story is I'm 25 currently and I expected at this age probably to be engaged if not married. I expected to be living in a nice house, having dinner parties all the time, have a pet dog and yeah, nothing has happened that I had planned. Um, instead, I went travelling for a few years. I worked 9 to 5. Monday to Friday for a few years realized it's not for me and I am currently working three days a week in a corporate company podcasting and coaching clients on confidence clarity and career the other days that I am off and I host workshops and I, I really couldn't be happier I may not have the dog yet or the house yet or host my regular dinner parties yet but you know, I'm really, really happy. And sometimes you just have to go with the flow of the universe and listen to your body. So tune in. Like I always ask myself, am I happy? What's going well in life right now? And what's not going well? And what could I change to feel happier? What are the options here? What are the possibilities? And just having that flexible mindset is, is really, really good because often how we think we're going to feel when we achieve our goals is very different than how we actually feel whenever we do achieve our goals. So don't be afraid to loosen up and be less regimental and really respect yourself enough to walk away from whatever is not serving you and you don't need anyone else's approval to live a certain way. It's up to you. You are the creator of your destiny. So... <laughs> after that little inspirational spill poured into that I will continue so here are some actionable steps that you can take to reprogram your subconscious first of all meditate every morning visualize how you would like today to go if you were the superhero version of yourself whenever you're doing your meditation visualize all the possible conflicts that could come your way throughout the day for example, getting stressed at work, but then visualize how your superhero version of yourself is going to deal with that stress. 
Second is to develop healthy sleep habits. Countless studies show that sleep is an important component of health and well-being, but sleep can also impact our mood, thoughts and happiness. Those who get more than eight hours of sleep are reported to be more productive at work and tend to exhibit signs of better mental health. On the other hand, people who get less than seven hours of sleep a day are at great risk of depression and anxiety. So in order to reprogram your thoughts, your conscious mind will need lots of energy to fight against bad habits. Build up your mental power by getting a solid eight hours of sleep each night. Stay in your own lane, block out the outside noise and give yourself quiet time. Constantly ask yourself each evening, how do I want to feel? How do I want to show up in the world? Then reverse engineer it, act it into existence. If you want to be more confident, start walking and talking as a confident person would. This will change your body physiology state. And it's going to send a message to the brain that you are indeed, in fact, a confident person. If you want to stop procrastinating and get more work done, tell yourself that you are a great worker and you are very productive. Because we do become the stories that we tell ourselves. The stories we tell ourselves do manifest into reality. So here are some questions that you can ask yourself every day. If you have a journal nearby, I recommend getting it now and jotting these down. First of all, how did I do today? When did I mess up today and why? When did I react today? And where? Where did I go unconscious? How can I do better the next time it happens? Before you go to bed, perhaps contemplate where it was during your day that you lost your new ideal. Once you can see the obvious place in your life, that stimulated you to fall into numbness? Ask yourself these simple questions. If this situation happened again, how would I do it differently? And what piece of knowledge or understanding could I apply to this circumstance if it rose again? <laughs> this is quite funny but often whenever I find myself getting really irritated or a bad mood in fact I still do this I ask myself what would Jesus do <laughs> I think that's a good question so if you ever don't know um, what to do in a certain situation ask yourself what would Jesus do <laughs> once you can come up with a solid answer and attend to it with a bit of thoughtfulness you will be mentally rehearsing a new element that rounds out another part of you. You will be putting the new neural network in your brain 
to prepare you for the event at some future time. This little change will help you upgrade and refine the model of the new and improved you. Also going to sleep if you have trouble falling asleep. Go to bed just again visualising how tomorrow can go as the superhero version of yourself. There's no point going to sleep regretting about the things you did wrong during the day. Be kind to yourself because all we have is a present moment. And with that we can help co-create our future reality by visualising how we want it. By being clear on what we want and just embracing the uncertainty. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and have taken away a few tips from it. If you are about Belfast on the 18th of July, there is the first ever Wild Expansion Quiet Club coming to Belfast. Basically, we're all so much online these days, like through Instagram and Facebook, and that's great. But real life connection is hard to beat. So with this event, it's going to be two hours long on a Thursday from 6pm to 8pm and it's going to be a group of like-minded individuals interested in modern mindfulness and learning meditation techniques and each month we're going to meet and just discuss a different topic so if you are about Belfast um, I would love for you to come along. The tickets are in the bio and yeah it's always just great to connect and meet like-minded people. So I hope that you have a lovely week and thank you for tuning into this conversation. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast conversation. Your support really does make a difference. So if you would like to share this podcast with friends or family, that would be incredible. Or if you would like to rate and leave it a review on iTunes, that would be super, super helpful. If you have any recommendations on ways I can improve, just get in touch. I'm always happy to hear and I hope you have a lovely week.